joining me right now is former Bama bantamweight champion, Alan Philpot. What's going on, Alan? Welcome to Kumite Radio. Hey, bro. Nice one. Thanks for having me. Speaking of Kumite, you were a matchmaker for a show called Kumite. How was that experience? Yeah, yeah it was sick. You know, um, my coach Rodney Moore back home in Northern Ireland used to he put on a couple of shows and the one name that he always had in his head since he started was Kumite. Oh, and he was the, the kickboxer film that made him think of it. He's always been about whenever he started. That's what it was. That was like. You know, it was all about the open weight tournament and stuff. So, always stuck with him. And then, you know, I'm pretty well known in Ireland, north and south. And uh, I gave him a hand and was matchmaking match, match for him. You know, it was testing at times, especially the last fight week, like having pullouts and trying to sort out fights and making sure everything's up to date. And it was good. Like I enjoyed it. though. If you had a choice, would you be a matchmaker or a fighter? A uh, fighter all day. Yeah. <laughs> Easier. <laughs> well, you're from Northern Ireland, but you're, right now you're sitting in Australia. Yeah. How did you get there? Um, well, I'm signed to one of the latest London leading promotions, ACB. Um, and we actually were fighting in the Gold Coast in December. I had a four-week holiday booked after just in Sydney. And, and then I was just like, nah, I love this place. I'm not going home. So I decided to stay. And here I am. <laughs> a few months nice, later. Man, nice. Now, the last few years, if you look back, you have had an up and down roller coaster, you know? It hasn't been yeah. the best of times, but it hasn't been, it hasn't been the worst of times either. Um, what yeah. were some of the positive takeaways you can use moving forward from those experiences? Uh, well, that's exactly it. Like, their experiences, no, I'm only 25. I've had 44 uh, MMA fights, that's including my amateurs. No, um, no, I've got a lot of experience, I've got to travel about, but I've also got to, I've also made a lot of mistakes, but I've got the time nowadays fixing them and start capitalizing on what's right and start moving forward. No, in the past, a lot of them losses were maybe short notice or bad preparation. You know, I was the guy that promoters used to ring like on a couple of days' notice or a week's notice, and you know, they knew I would take the fight. Um, all that was a stage. You no, know, I was absolutely skint. I was getting offered like five hundred pounds for fights, and at that time, you no, know, I was like, "Fuck it, I need to take. I need to take whatever I can get." And like, and again, I was just you no, know, maybe the wrong mindset and the wrong just going about things the wrong way. But um, over the last few years, you no, know, I've, I've decided to spread the wings and move to Liverpool for a bit. Um, picked up a lot of knowledge there. Put um, no, started doing things a lot better, and now I'm at the stage now where I know what to do as long as I've got the right people behind me pushing me and helping me train. Oh, I, I believe that this is where I believe now is where the road really starts. Like I'm only starting to put it all together myself. <clears throat> you said that you're spreading your wings. You know, you're going to different places. I also read somewhere that you cut out bad habits, you made some changes to your lifestyle. What exactly did you do? Uh, well, I was just going about things the wrong way, you know what I mean? I was not fucking like, on too much details, no, I wasn't being the full professional. Like, you have to, and you can't cut corners as such. Um, basically, I was just doing enough. Um, you know, I was just doing enough rather than pushing myself and doing that bit extra. To be the champion, to be the best, that's what it's about. It's about doing more than you can and pushing yourself to the limits. Um, no, 
I was always confident. I'm always, I'm always confident. But um, looking back, you know, the, like you say, it was just all down to like, my preparation and fights and my diet and like my activities outside the gym and just the, the way I was going about life. It was just like in the gym, doing my training sessions, doing like, a couple of extra ones, but then I was more focused on what was going on out and making some money through the fighting and that rather than focusing on fighting for the right reason. You know, there was not much money in this, so I need to get out of my head. You know, the money will come whenever it's right. But until then, I have to just enjoy the, the journey and just do what I can until I get there. And that's the difference. No, I was trying to sort of maybe, as you say, could rush it and thinking too far ahead. Definitely. And you're only 25 years old, which means yeah, you have a it. long, long career ahead of you. That's, that's it. Like, you know, I've had a lot of fights, no experience, but no, I never really took any damage. I've never been like hurt or, or damaged myself as such. And, no, like certainly most damage in fights, win or lose, I'm always damage. Like I'm always causing the damage. Like most of my losses, if you see, they would be like, the silly chokes, like bad decision making, and things like that. And again, everything's just been most of it. Like I can say, it's honestly been down to bad preparation, which is all my own, my own fault. Like there's no one to blame but myself. No, I've had I've had the right coaches from day one. That's been pushing me and doing. They they can pass on the knowledge and do so much, but then it's the extra bits I need to do myself. And like rather than just kidding myself, um, you know, I've just been able to change them. Being out here, I'm now the head coach in Legends MMA gym in Sydney. And you know, I've just realised like, to get to the next level, I need to pick things up and do things differently. The last time you were inside the cage was at ACB 76 last December. And it's been about six months. What have you been doing? Yeah. To be honest, I took like three months away completely. Didn't even train. I just uh, was partying, enjoying myself. No, I had a lot to get out of my system, and uh, I needed to do that. And then the last three months, I, like, once I heard ACB were coming back, I've just been focusing on just getting better, doing things right. Like I say, cutting out all them bad habits. Uh, no, I'm eating really good. No, I, I feel now and probably physically and mentally the best shape that I've been in years. Um, you know, like you say, it's been a roller coaster ride for me in the past. I've been up and I've been down like a yo-yo. You know, whenever things were going right, like it was just sort of getting caught up in the mix of it. Where now, like I'm just seeing so clear. Like you no, know, I'm seeing all these guys. I'm seeing all these guys getting to the USC. Nathaniel Wood and Tom Dickham. I know I beat Nathaniel Wood, and I was giving Tom Dickham a, a tough fight before he caught me again. You know what I mean? And believe me and others believe that um I was I was leading that fight. And these are guys, these are now guys fighting on the, the highest level in the world. So they just again just need to start doing things right and that's what that three month break uh, taught me. You know, I needed to get hungry and find myself again as you can say. Now you got to fight at ACB 88, June 16th in Brisbane, Australia versus Gustavo Falciroli. When you look at this fight, what do you see in your opponent that's new? Like I haven't, you know what I mean? Like if you watch any of his fights, it's all the same. You know what I mean? He's had, he's had a longer break than me. Not taking that away though. No, the breaks do you the words are good. He's a BJJ black belt. He's legit. He's fought on some of the toughest guys. No, he's a tough, tough competitor. It comes to fight. You know, he's, he doesn't cower away from a challenge. But I just feel that the game's adapted too much. And 
I, I'm the, the next generation coming through, you know, where that and that'll be the difference. And plus, it's, it's a typical striker for his grappler match. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's no secret there. He's going to try and take me down, and I'm going to keep it on the feet. But if it does go to the ground, I'm so confident that my wrestling and my MMA ability will be enough to override his jiu-jitsu. You know, I can see me finishing the ground there as well. Maybe not a submission, but I can see me pounding him out mm-hmm. or on the feet. I really, really believe, and it's not cockiness, and it's not nothing against Gustavo of most respect, but I believe that my striking ability is going to really show in this fight. Like, I've got a new spark in me, and I've never, I've never felt like this. You've been preparing in Australia for this upcoming fight. How long have you been in camp, and where have you been working mostly? Um, so I start never heard about the fight. It's maybe about 15 weeks out, so I decided to have one more week to myself. Um, I was in New Zealand at the time, actually, waiting for my visa to come through, because I planned just to take a year out, or how long, I didn't know. I was just going to work, try and get some money, and get myself in front, and you know, live life a little. And I was doing that, I got a little job, went to New Zealand for a month to uh, see some friends, and you know, I was only meant to be there for a week, but I actually stayed a bit longer. Um, and then got got back to Australia, but I had two mate, two friends, the Crusoe brothers, Diego and Antonio. They had a fight lined up in Eternal uh, in Adelaide, so I went down there. And then I've been work. I was working with boxing at with Northside Boxing Club. You no know, Lee Jenkins. I was working some with uh, Tony and Diego. And then I actually went to Trinity MMA there. So I've done about six and Rikers Gym, sorry, for striking as well. So I've done about six weeks, seven weeks down in Adelaide. And then when I came back to Australia, my two two guys from back home, they're, they're over here and they're good, great fighters too, Owen Drumgall and Paul Hughes. So us three, we've been working in Legends here where I'm at with Jesse uh, Sanchez and Johnny Barra, they're my striking coach. And then I'll be going to Australia top team as well. So with Stuma and the last Karen McCarney and the boys out there. So it's been a wee bit all around the show, but to be honest, mate, I've actually enjoyed it. And the fact that I've been mixing it up constantly with new bodies, different energy, different styles, it's really, really got my confidence uh, boosted because I've been able to adapt every time. You know, and every time, every gym's, I've, I've had different styles coming at me and, you know, I felt I've handled them well. You know, and like, I got, I've got on with every one of them. I felt like every time I was in each of the gyms, I felt like it was my gym. No, so honestly, everything's just fell into place, and no, I'm very grateful for the boys in Adelaide and up in Sydney that I've had them and I've been able to get pushed because I was a wee bit worried because I wasn't sure what the level was like. You've gotten some work in with the boys, like you said, at Australian Top Team, and Gustavo's former opponent is there. He's one of the best knockout artists in Australia, Darwin Sagaret. How helpful uh, was that training with him? Oh, it's been boss. It's been really, really good. You know, like Darwin's a great guy. All of them has been great guys. But we've been, uh, we've, he's preparing for another fight as well. And we've been pushing each other and really, really trying hard. Thankfully, I haven't had to eat one of them right hands. Because I, one of them, I don't know if I really fight for about five. Maybe that's why Gustavo had a bit longer break. That right hand, man. Jeez. That man can bang. Mm-hmm. No, it's been like I say, everybody's just been pushing. Though they welcome me into the team, and um, so I'm very grateful for that. You now I've got them guys. It's just unfortunately a wee bit 
too too far out of the way to travel all the time. Mm. But um, I've got the guys at Legends here pushing me through the week, and then when I can get out the Australia top team as well, go out there. Have you added anything new to your training regimen that you did not use before? Uh, not 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 really. No, it's not yoga. Yoga, to be honest, yeah. The only thing I really added was yoga. I'm getting like three, four sessions a week of it. But um, though I've still got my coaches back home that's contacting me and sending me over stuff. No, my strength coach, Connor Haney uh, from Liverpool, he's, he's been sending me workouts and keeping me up to date and I've been giving them feedback. You know, so I'm still smashing it. Like everyone's, everyone's, no, it's not like they've just forgot about me. I'm just out here and starting again. No, it's, it's just, they're not with me by my side, but they, they're contacting me constantly. You know, we're talking back, uh, back and forth and giving feedback and things are going well. And like you said, the only thing that really added in probably was the yoga and the, and it's helping me massively. You no, know, with injuries and that just starting to feel help my strength um, and it's some sweat session too how is uh how is it getting your ass kicked by some yoga women you know are you in a class with a bunch of women uh, there's me a couple of guys and most of the women yeah like the way they're people's bending man you get the like, older and women they're flexible as hell and i'm feeling like a fucking cardboard box man it's just <laughs> oh, fucking Rigid, swear, man. My arms and but at the start have been oh, well, not didn't even know how sore it could get, but definitely feeling the difference now. I'm starting to loosen out in that, and no, oh, like I say, I'm feeling stronger off it as well. It's even helping get more weight down, so been positive. It, it seems like that you are in a good place, like your your confidence is really high, you're getting the best training that you could possibly get. What is your plans for the rest of uh 2018? Uh, I want to be like if you want, if you look at my look at me in the past, man. I used to be active. I, I was taking like fucking fights one week and then getting offered fights the next week and taking them. And um, obviously, if I'm ready and then if I stay ready all the time, I can do that. Where no, but we'll see what happens. But I've got this one, and then there's a UK card in the middle of August, so it's like eight weeks after this. And uh, I, I would love to get back in the UK for a fight, no, because I've got loads of fans and friends and family. And that you no, know, in the UK it's, it's only forty minute flight anywhere really than are. So everybody will travel. So it'd be good to get you fight in front of the, the home fans again. And then they're talking the ACBs going back to New Zealand in October. Uh, Kai Kai of France, that's who actually wanted for this. But um no, he was being a bit a bit of a bitch and wouldn't take it. Said I need to win a couple of fights. So win this fight, go to the UK and smash somebody there and then you know, he, he can't he can't turn it down then. But he ain't just going to the UFC and that, so if he hasn't he hasn't got uh it hasn't been called up then or we'll see what happens. Hopefully get fight him in New Zealand. Actually would like you beat him in New Zealand even more now just for the fact that he's trying to turn or do things the wrong way. You no, know, you fight who's there. I, my last opponent was four and two and no, it doesn't matter, an A C B and them types of shows, like they're the top shows in the world, you fight who's in front of you. They don't just bring in people just for the sake of it. And that's why I think it likes a Kyle Carter fence and people that come, that's what they want. They just want little easy fights. So that hopefully by the October and August. So I've got this one, three weeks time in Brisbane and then August UK, and then October. And then that's my contract up then for ACP. Three nice wins, puts me in a lovely position there for the title. 
or who knows them, maybe some of these UFC UFC years on they might come and then but I'll see what contract's better for me and at the end of the day that's what it's about it's just about what, what's going to be better for me and where's the biggest challenge because like I said that's, no, I always want to be the best now No doubt man ACB 88 June 16th Brisbane you can find Alan Philpott competing with the best in the world thank you for your time Alan No problem I appreciate it